Welcome to Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. It's that yeah. it's that special time of year again where we get to <laughs> not have to watch an episode of Glee, which honestly is probably the best thing, really. Yeah, um, when you were texting me like earlier today, like, hey, can you record? I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta watch an episode. And then it's like, hey, guess what? You don't. No. No. <laughs> I don't have to, which is honestly great. Um, I feel really good about that. I haven't watched any of season five ever, so Ooh. I... I am excited to get into it, but in sort of like an abstract way, when I was faced with it in like a real, like, you know, this this would have to be in my real life, I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, I, I completely understand. It's, I, I'm not thinking about it yet, I think, as part of it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just ignoring it. I'm excited. Well, season five yeah. starts off with a two-part, well, with a part one and a part two, they're equally long episodes but they are like conjoined i guess of like a beatles tribute Ooh, really so (laughs) really gonna set the stage i'm sure for what follows um yeah (laughs) yeah luckily we're not here to talk about that this week though maggie we're here to talk about Mm. season four because as you know and as our listeners know we just finished watching season four uh, yes. Yes. Uh, so today we're we're doing our recap episode. Um, we're gonna go through all of the all the season. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about what we thought about the episodes. Um, I think this is a nice time for us to reflect on. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna start out. Yeah. Like I know I've held it before. Um, so the way that we've ranked this season based on ratings. <laughs> This mm-hmm. season, our our average rating for this season is one point nine five slushy or one point nine six slushies that out seems of five. Low. Doesn't it though? Because that makes it our third best season. The only season worse than this one, it, according to our rankings, is season two. Which season uh-huh. two is pretty bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. Season three was definitely better than this one. Yes, that's for sure. And I think it might be in its its like right spot, right in the rankings of the seasons. But two point nine seems, I mean one point nine seems low. Maybe yeah. it's just because there were a few like good standout episodes in that middle section there that like threw off the well, the average. So this is fun. Um, I I did our average, and then I included an average that includes our guests. <laughs> Right. Yeah, sure. Um, and that average is 2.6, which is the highest average of any wow. season. Because our guests hate Glee for realsies. Um. Yeah, well, I, we're sort of tempered in our hatred. Yes. As by the ratings, you know? Yes. Like, because, and because we have so many rating, we've rated every single episode, right? Yeah. And I think it's sort of colored the way that we do it, where it's like, you know what? This one isn't quite as bad as that other one, which <laughs> yep. was really bad, you know? Yes. I, but I, I looking 
past that. Um, I have felt similarly, like looking at Twitter or like hearing what our guests rate episodes, and I'm like, you know what? They're right. Like I am giving Glee too much like <laughs> leeway yes. here. I need to be harsh. So going into season five, I <laughs> pledge to you, Sam, and to the, our listeners that I will truly hate Glee with <laughs> more vitriol and passion than ever before, and sure. let the, my ratings reflect that. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, I like that. I think it's also convenient that like universally I feel like seasons five and six have been panned across the board. Yes. So that will have, help. have been have been sort of universally hated yes. already. Yeah. Which is great. Um Yeah. I don't know what's um what season five is going to hold, so who knows? Maybe I'm gonna have to like I don't know. Maybe I will all love it. You know, we maybe we should go in with that mindset also. <laughs> that <laughs> Like, who sure. knows? Maybe it'll be amazing. Um, yeah, I guess kind of along the, like, just taking a quick peek here at some of our past seasons. Like, in general, I think besides season two, where we definitely had a couple, like, streaks there of giving it four or more slushies. Um, mm-hmm. Like, in general, we really reserve four and five slushies for, like, truly heinous episodes. So, yeah. like, I think... And, like, yeah. looking back, I think the last episode of season four deserved uh, more slushies than I gave it. I think yeah. it should have been four slushies, especially with, like, the way... Like, the... They played unique, dirty, bad, yeah. you oh, know, yeah. and it's all around real bad, and I should have given it a four. Um, yeah, but let's go episode by episode yes. to sort of, um, you know, talk our way through the season so that we can really come to some final conclusions about season four that aren't just like data. Yes. So the first episode we started out with the new Rachel. <laughs> Which is the episode where mm. we get introduced to all of those new Glee babies. Uh, Marley, Kitty, Ryder. Well, Ryder wasn't there yet. But Jake. Like, mostly it's Marley, I feel like, is the big one here. Um, we also have the little bits of stuff in New York where we finally... We, we, finally. We meet Cassandra July. And she starts yeah, making Cassandra Rachel's July. life hell. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we meet Brody uh, right yes. away as well. Yep. Um Honestly, because the title of the episode is The New Rachel, this is when she should have gotten that makeover. <laughs> well, but that is not when it happened. Yeah, hold on, because we have... That is coming up. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, the thing is, I guess Marley is supposed to be The New Rachel, but it's also the whole thing where, like, Blaine and Tina and Unique and Brittany all want to be The New Rachel. Yeah, so. and I rem- that, like competition they had was amazing because they sang Carly Rae Jepsen. Yes. It was transcendent. The lighting should have been better for that number. That's what I remember. And, um... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Overall, like, in retrospect, Brody was bland and he was bland from the beginning. Cassandra July is amazing. And what I really want to ask you, Sam, is what is a Rachel? Like, what what's a Rachel? That's a really good question because they talk about it a lot this season of people being like the new Rachel or being the Rachel or, or whatever. Like, as and, the Rachel of Glee Club. Yeah, which I assume just means the most dominant personality. Like, the person who just... Uh, it's... I feel like it's just the person who sucks all of the attention out of the room, you know? Mm, all mm. it's always about them. <laughs> Doesn't really a matter what's happening to golden anyone else. star. Yes. Who, who has to be watched. Yes. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, which, funny enough, our, our gold stars that episode, I gave half to Marley and half to her mom, Millie, and you gave half to Cassandra July and half to Blaine. So, for being the new Rachel, we didn't care, <laughs> Well, I, ga- I gave my gold stars to the Rachels right. of the episode. Yes. Cassandra July and Blaine. Yes, and I gave mine to the Rachels, too, because Marley's mom is... A real gold star. She yeah, is, Marley's though. Marley's mom is amazing. And, you know, Marley at the beginning there was pretty, like, palatable and definitely, like, <laughs> cool and quirky. Um, yep. And there were she definitely dresses like a lesbian, which I'm down for that, too. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but the further we have gotten with Marley, I'm just kind of like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> they kind of just run her, ran her through the washing machine a couple too times, or a couple too many times. And now she's yeah, just, she's yeah. like she's like fast fashion where once you wash it a few times it's just like never the same and it's yeah. like covered in those like little pill balls and it's like ew, <laughs> this is gross this is basically garbage now and um yep i just think we need to stop producing marley roses for the environment probably know? yeah um uh, as a note the the songs we picked for best number i picked americano slash dance again and you picked call me maybe mm. as you already brought up um and i gave it three slushies and you gave it two i i guess that is pretty um pretty high honestly yeah well i think it was like reasonable yes. because the like transitions between new york and ohio are definitely stilted and pretty weird kurt is like at this point like living in ohio still so it's yes. just like, sort of awkward yeah um yeah that makes sense to me and I think we also complained about, like, the idea of finding a new Rachel and the fact that, like... <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, like, it's just, like, sort of a weird... It's weird parlance for the show to just be like, this is what we're doing now. Right. It, it, it's... Uh, essentially, it plays into, like... And this is obviously a complaint we had for the whole season. But, like, you can either, you can either have it one way or the other. Like, don't... Yeah. Like, take a character out of there, but continue to follow her around, and then still try to replace her in the old place? Like... Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, also, do we meet Jake this episode? Because... I'm not sure if we met him this episode we- or not. I want to say we do, because this is like the epi- Oh, we were also pissed off, because Will is, like, having auditions or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, like, the- they only offer a spot to Marley. Yes. Even though... They only have they eight need- people. <laughs> They need 12 members to compete. And, and like, there was that awesome crunker from the the auditions. There was Jake, who, like, didn't get to finish his song because Will's an asshole. Yeah, and so we, like, (laughs) threw the stand on the ground. Yes. Yes, we did. That's right. Thank you. That's enough. Yes. Um, You know, I thought you were good, but then you threw that music stand, and I realized I'm racist. (laughs) God, fuck Will. Um, Woo! Yeah, so uh, kind of playing into that next, I guess, because the next episode kind of rolls more, like gives us more about Jake, I guess, for the most part. Um, it's Britney 2.0, Britney Week mm-hmm. 2. Um, Love that. Yeah, so we got a lot of Britney numbers, of course. Um, the standouts for us, I picked Womanizer, which is one where they follow Jake around as he like creepily watches a girl's gym class. Yes, I remember. <laughs> and you picked three, which is the number where Tina, Joe, and Sam sing it yes. as like a weird Mary Paul. Oh, it's and- so weird. It's like <laughs> Peter's like song, th- yeah. 
it's like sort of like a threesome thing, but it's yes. also sort of like a youth group thing. Like here, we prepared this song for youth group. Yes. Well, because they like, because the song is about a threesome. Yep. But like, yes. They have such a like, just like the folksy singer Whole- vibe. The wholesome energy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Um, and that's why I picked it, and I stand by it. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to that later. Um, we, we'll get to the whole big number discussion later. But uh, I picked Cassie and uh, for my gold star, and you split yours between Cassandra July and Jake. Um, cool. And it, I think that was because Cassandra, like, Rachel does think- the weird, like, I'm sexy. Like, she does, yeah. oops, I did it again, to prove that she's sexy to Cassandra. Yes. <laughs> which is such a weird thing and like i think it's fun it's really funny because like i think in the episode you brought up the fact that the the first time that rachel sang oops i did again in the original britney week was sexier much, than this was time much sexier yeah. so <laughs> oh god yeah we, um and there's yeah. like that part where brody grabs her crotch in the choreography yes yes, yes. <laughs> and like Rachel doesn't even do any dancing in that number. That's the thing. It's like she's trying to impress Cassandra July, and it's like she's a dancer. Yes, you should probably dance, bitch. Whatever. Yes. Um, I I think I awarded those gold stars to the hottest people in the episode. Um, <laughs> Not yeah, good as re- good a reason yeah. as any. Yeah. Um, we both gave it three out of five slushies, which um stand by that. I man, this this. I mean, it's not starting out good. <laughs> no. Well, mm. I think part of the issue is, like, the this season has, like, a real, like, valley in the middle where, like, yeah. everything got good and then everything just kind of went to shit again on both of the sides. Like, the beginning yeah. kind of sucks. It's a bell curve. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. Like, this one especially was mostly because, like, they did a Britney number, but they'd already done Britney Week. And the first Britney <laughs> Week had Britney Spears on it. And this one... yeah. Definitely, like, they did, like, more obscure numbers, and there was no, like, real, like, honestly, no, it wasn't that exciting. I can't yeah, tell they, you. They didn't, yeah, because they didn't, like, they didn't recreate any numbers. No. Like, because in the first, in the first Britney, they have those dream sequences where they, like, do, like, just redo the music videos. Yeah. And those are pretty amazing. Like, it, at least, like, the choreography is dope as hell in yes. all of them there's that part where like literal britney spears is there <laughs> Bertana has like palpable tension yes. for the whole episode uh and we find out that santana's dad is a real doctor not a tooth doctor <laughs> well and i was gonna say if anything also I, like, john stamos i guess yeah I, but i like specifically remember like the shots of britney as britney spears with like the snake yeah. and like the wet Sleep hair for you oh yeah. my god like, yeah. amazing and then like the red um, the red leather like every- yeah the red leather like, yeah. she also wears like the nude bodysuit covered yes. in crystals yes <laughs> what yeah i mean um but yeah that just really goes to show that this episode i can't say any of that i, I mean i remember no. like womanizer because unique sings it for the most part and she's very good yes and like yes but mostly i remember it because jake was creepy like I didn't like that part. <laughs> he, yeah, Jake wasn't creepy. He was just like nice to women and attractive. Okay, like, that was... he was for the first like bits of it, and then he's sitting there watching a girl's gym class do like, like uh, but jumping did that jacks. Happen? 
because like the girls' gym class turned into like a weird yeah they did like a, a choreography routine yeah I don't know and like then and then they put a rope around Jake yeah like a lasso it was and weird. pull him in and like at least unique is in the girls' class but yeah. I mean it's I don't know it's weird you're absolutely right um but anyway well, let's move on to the next one your favorite episode probably uh makeover the episode. <laughs> The episode where, as the name implies, Rachel gets made over, question mark. She had already, for two episodes, been rocking the New York look, <laughs> is the thing, right? Yes. Like, it's like she hadn't, she didn't go to New York with her reindeer sweaters. Like, they didn't get packed up with her. No. They didn't come. No. And, um, yeah, she definitely, and- she already had, like, the, like, very stylized big, aesthetic of the bangs. The big and the, smoky eyes, yeah. the bangs, the highlights. Yeah. They were already... There was no reveal. <laughs> she took off the glasses, man. No. Um, nah. <laughs> no, but along those lines. You gave it four slushies and I gave it two. Um, this is where we find out... This is where Kurt gets the job at Vogue. And that was another reason you really hated this episode. <laughs> fucking annoying <laughs> it's annoying yes well because it's not like his fashion blog is all that cool no well and it's mostly the reason that i remember this is because mm-hmm. the number i picked was the way you look tonight slash you never fully dress without a smile which is where they do that weird music video that doesn't like yeah and you the music hate video that number that, and like the, because it didn't it didn't mesh it was not a good mashup yeah. it was honestly like pretty annoying yeah and the music video didn't make any fucking sense like it's like oh so you're you're pitching this idea where are you singing for the actual music video like is this the number for that music video are you going to be singing oh, on the one that vogue.com produces yeah like they don't actually i don't want glee to like go deep into like the the little micromanaged like things like it's like oh so this is who's gonna be the producer and here's the editor and like all that shit right i don't need that essentially but but but, it'd be nice to have an idea of what exactly is going on what what the fuck is going on (laughs) exactly like in the slightest yes because the real takeaway i remember it just was being like rachel has wears some like nice dresses and that's it. And, and that's she it. Rolls around. It's not like she got to keep the dresses. It's not like she wears them on a regular basis. I just no. Uh, yeah. Um, the song you picked. Was, and they tried oh. to they tried to turn like the day like the the music video sequence like as Rachel's makeover sequence, which is like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is not the trope. Yeah, and uh, the song you picked was "Everybody Wants to Rule the World," which was Blaine's solo number. Um, yeah, because Blaine is feeling sad at this point. Because yeah, he's yeah. sad because Kurt's away. Yes. Um, and he's like horny and lonely. Yes, that's it. Yeah, um, I gave my gold star to Rachel, and you split yours between Rachel and Blaine, which makes sense. Um, so then we get to that event because it's episode four, the breakup. Um, Ooh. which is where everyone broke up, all the couples. They all, yeah, they all did the so thing. Blaine has sex with a lighthouse. <laughs> yes. Oh, and, painful. <laughs> and then tells Kurt in a in a public park. Yes. <laughs> after singing um, through t- like tears. Yes. Uh, at that one Teenage piano dream. bar. Yes. Yes. Ooh, oh God, that was so cringy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rachel and and Finn. 
quote break up um which yeah even though like he pushed her out of a moving car towards a train (laughs) yeah and like so well and i guess they technically like broke up because rachel was gonna go on a date with brody like yeah yeah well what happened is that like rachel's obsessed with finn she like painted finn's name on the wall underneath (laughs) yes the like actual wall paint and Finn shows up and is just like, hey, what's up? I think he does bring flowers. No, he doesn't. No. He's the one who doesn't. Right. Because Blaine does. Blaine brings a plant. Yes. Um, and other people who've come to the apartment bring plants. Brody brings that one flower. Bert brings a tree. Yes. As is customary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you bring a plant to someone's house when you're going. Um, and uh, th- this is when Rachel's like, Finn, we're finally done we're breaking up on my terms and that's really the most important thing yes um and uh then because they all break up in that same uh park and then they sing yes um, don't speak no doubt or yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah it's oh god oh my god yeah well (laughs) it's amazing it's amazing though that that music video sequence is amazing yeah and at the same time that that's happening um because they go to sleep in the same bed (laughs) they break up and then go like sleep in beds together what and also like they sing while they're getting into beds and there's a ton of split screen and it's just so good um yeah that's one word for it (laughs) but the other the other couple that breaks up visibly in that episode is santana and Brittany. um because oh yeah that one's sad though (laughs) at least like they they break up sort of like amicably with yeah oh yeah with santana being like we're forever baby yeah exactly (laughs) breaking up with you <laughs> yeah. Um because and I bring that up cuz so I gave my gold star to Santana and you split yours between Blaine and Rachel. Um and uh my fi- my best number was mine, which is the song that Santana sings to Britney when they break up. And you picked Don't Speak, which is the number that they all sing in the park before they all go to bed. Yes. Which doesn't yes. make sense. <laughs> and yeah. And I'd like just imagine because they there's those shots where they're like lying in bed looking up at the ceiling, yes. like split screen four times, and they're just like screaming, yes. "Don't speak!" up to the up to the ceiling, and like there's no walls right. in that loft, no. so it's <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> Why would you do that to your? Oh god! No, it's so amazing. I love it. Yes. Um. So overall, I gave that three slashes, and you gave it two. Um. I think in general, it was just so, like, part of it, I think, that came up was that Blaine cheating on Kurt didn't really make a lot of sense. Like, it just, like, like it did, yeah. I guess, but what's weird, I looked, and this episode was actually written by Ryan Murphy, which means that Ryan oh, Murphy is the one who pushed for Blaine and Kurt to break up. Um, yeah. But then... No, because yeah. he wants them to reconcile. Oh, Like, he wants sure. to humanize both of them through, like, reconciliation. I don't think that humanizes yeah. either of them. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm pretty sure that was the goal. Like, he's like, well, there has to be some sort of conflict in this relationship because I want to write a story and I don't know how to do it otherwise. Right, okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, I don't think there has to be. But anyway, um, the next episode was The Role You Were Born to Play, which is the introduction of Ryder. Um, because I think mm-hmm. this is when Finn 
takes over for yes yeah yes this is when will is gone and finn is here yeah and like he's he's like oh who's that boy dancing in the end zone right like during practice and then like convinces writer to come have a dream sequence with him yes uh where writer and the guitar boy really hit it off yes and yeah i don't know remember anything else that happens in that episode well, is this when we find out that Rachel's going to be Fanny Bryce? No. <laughs> no. Actually, funny you say that, though, because these are the auditions for Grease. Um, ah. Which, ah. yeah, because, so your favorite song was Everybody Talks, which is uh, the song that Jake and Kitty do. Oh, man, that number's amazing, because he just throws her around the stage. <laughs> yes. Like, the dancing is really good. Yeah, and I picked Blow Me One Last Kiss, which is the number that Unique and Marley do to audition. Um, yes. Oh my God. That one's amazing too. Marley and those saggy pants. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't remember exactly why, but both of us gave our gold stars to Jake. Um, I think it's, hmm. I think part of it is that he had broken up with Kitty last week during the breakup episode, um, because he was interested in Marley, but, uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like part of it was that Jake is kind of like, kind of, like shuts down kitty when she's making fun of marley but not a lot like i don't know i think that's probably part of it yeah um maybe oh maybe this is the episode where we find out that jake is like a dancer oh like, about about how aisha tyler like took on a second job to get him dancing lessons oh yeah um, maybe yeah. yeah yeah um but anyway, regardless, I gave it three and a half slushies, and you gave it one and a half slushies. So I obviously didn't like something about it. Probably Finn. Yeah. Um, Probably Finn. Yeah. yeah. So the next episode was the titular event itself, Gleese, which is still <laughs> uncomfortable to say. It's just a terrible yeah. word. Um, it's bad. Um, I I feel like the thing that really sticks out to me are the like onstage scenes. Mm-hmm. There's the... Uh, the t- very sad teenage dream. <laughs> no, that was that was in the breakup. Oh, I didn't mean teenage dream. I meant beauty school dropout. Oh, sure, yes. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's very sad. Uh, and there's all those like moments where like him and Sugar are doing like close up face acting that they can't see in the audience. Yes. Um. Yes. And because <laughs> Sugar's unique- facing the wrong way. For fuck's sake, Glee. Oh, Sam, I know why you didn't like last episode. Because Unique isn't Rizzo. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. The transphobia. Because which, they're like... Which is a crime. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Because they, they have the whole thing with Sue where it's like <laughs> she can't she can't do it. And because then she'll want to be a Cheerio yeah, I, or something. No, it's like... It's something like, oh, if, if you have like a trans person be Rizzo then like a trans person could be on the Cheerios it's like like, what yeah (laughs) okay yeah um what's the problem exactly if 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 any character had just been like and what would be the problem with that like that entire plotline would have fallen apart because like what the fuck is Sue supposed to say to that right well other than like trans people are yucky (laughs) well and that's part of again that's why I fuck like that's one of the reasons why I'm still astounded that, like, we didn't give season four higher slushy counts. Because, like... The amount of transphobia just throughout. Yeah, because, like, it's just so rampant. Like... It's rampant in the, like, actual storytelling. 
and in the fact that like unique is featured so little yes and like <laughs> just like what you're saying right there if literally any character had just been like and what would be the problem with that sue <laughs> Bl- mind blown like for like imagine what could have been if we actually like addressed these issues and actually had like rational like discussion that's yeah, that's where, like, the actual sort of PSA work <laughs> that Ryan Murphy wanted to do could have been done. Yeah. It's just, like, having a character be like, oh, and what would be the problem with having a trans Cheerio? And, and like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the question. And then I guess for, Sue would have been like, oh, well, th- locker rooms. And then they could have been like, hmm, I didn't realize that, like, locker rooms were a place where people get predated. Doesn't really seem to be the case in any other situation whatever yeah whatever you know i I guess glee just didn't want to touch on that hot iron even though they (laughs) they decide to put their fucking hand on it later yeah and then just be like hey no i'm not touching a hot pan no i'm not (laughs) irons are okay but pans no (laughs) that's not safe um so (laughs) yeah i i so for the actual event of the grease performance um I gave it four out of four out of five slashes. You give it three. I think a lot of these things actually also came up here because the number I picked was there are worse things I could do, um, which has the like weird like duetty quality of being Santana, Cassandra July, and unique. Um, even yeah. though it's a solo in Greece, but okay. And Kurt is Kurt and Rachel go oh, to this yes. performance because Cassandra July flies them out there so that she can have sex with Brody. <laughs> yes. And... Oh my god. So good. <laughs> Fuck. She's like the best character. <laughs> she totally is. Um, and uh, the, like Kurt has that like dream sequence during the last number oh, where yeah. instead of all the current like glabies it's um, well, his Glee Club, like superimposed. No, no, it's Rachel because it it harkens. Oh, it's Rachel. It harkens back to when Rachel like unhinges her jaw. Um, yeah, yeah, and tried to swallow Finn. Yeah, <laughs> yes. um, yeah. Because yes, be- and she wears like the cat suit, and Finn is her Zuko, and then yes. they have like all the couples who are broken up, just yes. like sort of dancing and like playing around on the stage, and it's like you just had the episode where everyone broke up. Like, what is this supposed to be, Glee? Yeah, because yeah, because um, it's Britney and Santana it's, it's, and Clayne and Mike and Tina and like yeah, <laughs> God damn it, Glee. It's honestly, sort of cruel. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. Um, fun thing about this episode. So I gave my goal sort of writer. You gave yours to Cassie July. Of course. I don't know why I gave it to writer at this point. I regret that because he's a, a real piece of shit. But, um, the fun thing is I didn't catch, I, I, I listened to it like four times, but I couldn't find what your best number was. Um, mm. so do you want to write that wrong now? Do you even remember what the numbers were? It's a grease. It's all the grease ones. It's all the grease ones. Hmm. Maybe I'll. I sort of want to choose Beauty School Dropout. Sure, yeah. Just because, like, you remember it really it. harkens yeah. back. It, yeah, it harkens back to, like, the drama Blaine. Yes. When he was like, oh, I'll, I could play Teen Angel. But maybe, <laughs> but probably not. But, but probably not. <laughs> and, like, even even in fiction, Artie's like, wow, Masterpiece Theater much? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Fuck yes. yes. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to choose that number, I think. Cool. 
Um, yeah, and I mean, honestly, like I said, you remember that one, which is a real good sign for it, because like. <laughs> I can't say that Maybe about it. Just because like everything was so bright. Yes. Like the colors were bright. Oh, and should we address that like this is when Kitty is like super terrible, like, hardcore, mean pranking. She is. Uh, well, but it doesn't. Marley? It doesn't even make sense. Like Tina has no. a fucking measuring tape around her she fucking has... neck and is like, "Oh look, you're you've gained twelve pounds over two days. That doesn't make any sense." And it's like, "Yeah, no. How could you have gained two inches around your waist overnight?" <laughs> so fucking stupid. And like they they like quote unquote resolve that with the whole like mm. school shooting thing, and it's like, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay, um, we're gonna get there eventually. In the mean, so the next one was dynamic duets, which is the superhero episode, which was yep. it's still a bop. Like, let's be real. I you gave it no slushies. Yo. I gave it half a slushie. Man, that episode is actually really good. <laughs> it's really good, actually, uh, because they so lean into like the the shtick yes. of it all. And, like, everyone wears their costumes and stuff. Yep. The real offensive part is when Finn is like, I have a bulge. Or he doesn't say that, but, like, the dialogue is like, wow, you're bulge. <laughs> and then there is no bulge. No. Artie, like, is like, oh, look out, it's the bulge. And it's like... C- Captain Bulge over here. Flat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, w- what's funny... So, yeah. So, uh, I was listening to it to get our, like, podcast business, and... I, uh, there's a bit where we were talking about the fucking cat, Hunter Clarington's mm-hmm. motherfucking cat. Yes, that cat <laughs> zooms in on it with the like meowing sound after like the fireplace <laughs> roar. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> Everything about that. Oh, yeah. I wish Hunter Clarington had stayed around because he was a great villain. Well, uh... yeah. I just. Oh God! It's maybe it's just like I miss the Warblers. Like they were an actual good like counterpart to the Glee Club in that they're like sort of like regimented, yeah, and they're not really about like music coming together or anything. They're more about like brotherhood and rules, sure. Um, and I guess steroids now. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Um, I just miss the Warblers. I I also like. I just miss like more gay characters being on the show. And Sebastian, <laughs> yeah, was um one of the few. So well, Maggie, uh, yeah. as Hunter Clarington would jump to remind you, he's not even remotely bi curious. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not bi curious, not remotely, because I am gay. Yes, yes, I am a gay villain. I'm queer coded. Yeah, clearly. Look at my cat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you you gave your gold stars. You split it between Blaine and Hunter, of course. Um, I gave my mm-hmm. full one to Jake. Um, the number you picked was Dark Side, which was the one that Blaine sang with the Warblers. Um, yep. And I picked Holding Out for a Hero, which is the one that Marley and Kitty do together. <laughs> that one so good. is amazing. Yes. That one is super good because instead of Wallflower, Marley is Woman Fierce. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Kitty wears that cat suit. Yes. Now that is amazing. And there's the part where she like twirls her whip to make it, like wind. Yes. For Marley. Yes. Yeah. It's very good. And there's the bit where like they split the the sea yes. of people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that number was great. I should have picked that one. I mean, like we'll get to the number discussion later, but I mean, yeah, yeah. let's go to the next episode. Yeah. So the next one was Thanksgiving. 
um, which is also <laughs> the sectionals episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Devin was um, on this episode. Yep. They were a guest on the episode, and uh, they were right about like the turkey lurkey uh, Kiki mashup being the most visually interesting, yes. but also being like completely heinous. <laughs> yes. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, this is the other one where I couldn't. I, I we got into like a big like tangent about RuPaul. <laughs> um, yeah. So sure. I'm not entirely sure what your best number was. Um, to be fair, there were not a lot of good options because uh, Devin picked. Well, oh. I'm not. I'm not going to choose let's have a kiki or turkey lurkey time. Well, that's a, um, it's a mashup so you would pick that just that. So <laughs> I'm not picking that. Um Devin picked come see about me, which is the one that the uh the unholy trinity does to prove yes. how to be like in sync or something like yep. have a psychic yep. link. Um And Santana like dresses like a mall rat. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think the other ones the they did the sectionals performances, so it was like whistle and um that was the warblers yeah. singing whistle uh which was gay yes. and um i think they do another number too right yeah i don't know what it is though so obviously it wasn't like real good and then the glee club only do um, gangnam style gangnam style yeah. which i actually i thought it was a bop um yeah i'm probably gonna choose that okay actually yeah uh because tina is featured. Yes. I guess they were like, oh, it's an Asian song. Uh, yeah. You have to well, have an Asian sing it. Well, that was because they, it's in Korean. <laughs> they mentioned it. T- but Tina but Tina isn't Korean. No. Is the thing. Yeah. Because, well, but they mentioned it earlier when Jake, because this is the one where Jake, like, opens up to Ryder about how yes. he's been doing ballet. Um, mm-hmm. and, and he's like, they have, they have a, they felt really safe with each other and they decided to share. That's all. <laughs> it's like two bros do. Um, but writer is trying to learn the choreography and he's like also trying to learn the lyrics. And that's the one where yeah. Jake is like, just like Matt, like just move your mouth and like make random sounds. It doesn't matter. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh. Okay. Um, but yeah, then they have Tina sing all of it instead like yep yep exactly (laughs) yeah um so for the gold stars on that episode i gave mine to jake apparently for saying that um you gave yours to santana and devin gave theirs to skeet ulrich who was the uh yes the the one that uh marley fantasized about (laughs) yes an unseen character in the episode yes um and plays uh cole sprouse's dad on riverdale yeah there you go. Let's continue. Yeah. So the the gold star is just to quickly address that. We don't have to talk about best numbers for specifically the one that I picked. That's fine. Um, so slushies. Um, I gave it two and a half. You gave it three, and Devin gave it four. Which well, yeah. they were right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We should we should all be giving Glee more slushies than we do. Yeah. Um, but then we moved on to the next song or the next episode, which was kind of a weird follow up to that. It's episode nine, Swan Song. Um, it's the like, yeah, this is the one about how they lost. Well, and and it's also the Niata showcase. Um, yeah, the winter showcase. So So it's the winter showcase. It's sort of the Christmas episode. No, the Christmas episode's coming up, but this it's like leading into Christmas. Yes. Cause Rachel sings, Oh, Holy Night. 
as as yes. a reprise or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the Glee Club all like it disbands a bit because they lost its sectionals, so they their season is over or whatever. Um, yeah, and so there's like weird stuff with like the Ohio people all like doing new yeah, clubs. Yeah, they, they all do like new clubs, even though Blaine is already a part of like a million of them. Yeah, uh, or we're supposed to believe that from the previous episode or like a few episodes ago, I guess. Yeah, um, and. Uh, Jake and Ryder are both on the basketball team now, uh, and Jake's like, I'm doing it because I'm good at basketball. Right. And this is when Blaine and Tina become Cheerios. Yes. So that, (laughs) I I guess, like, Sue can have leverage on Blaine later in the season for no real, like, payoff. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, like... What does Artie do? Does he like get into like? Oh, he's the he's a drum major in the marching band. Yes, I remember he had an outfit. Yes, Um, and Unique plays field hockey. I think like there's there's it's bizarre because they all find like and it even gets called out in the episode, which is a hallmark that they know that they did a bad job. Um, How could we join all these clubs in the middle of the year? Especially Um, because then they all quit. Suppose like they almost just quit after like two days um because like finn writes that inspirational email after marley is like let's do this very simple solution of singing outside (laughs) and finn is like perfect let me write this like breakfast club email yes (laughs) yes um but the the better story was in new york which is bizarre because the niata showcase was buck wild like we had no idea yeah. what the fuck was going on there um but rachel and kurt both sing at it uh rachel because yeah. yeah rachel gets like that wax sealed invitation yes. at the beginning of the episode and then she she does the singing thing yes and this is where like brody is just sort of like laying on the compliments thick after um sleeping with cassie yep and uh, like Rachel sings "Oh Holy Night," she she does like a, the first song and then gets to sing a second song because she is just so good. Yes, and then um, Kurt uh, gets to sing as well because um, I guess Madame Thibodeau just really loves a well surprise yes. number. Yeah, it, it, this is the end of the storyline where uh, Kurt had just been like badgering Carmen Thibodeau um, for like. Yeah. How do I get an Indiana? Yeah. She had told him that he's like too reliant on like props and showmanship. Yes. Even though that is like so Kurt's brand. Yes. Like if you want emotional honesty from him, I'm pretty sure Gold LeMay pants equals emotional honesty. <laughs> well, but Maggie, this is the one where he does being alive. Um, yeah, and I love that. Yeah. I think it was my gold, it, yeah, my, um, your, my best number. Yeah, and I, I picked Rachel's number, which is being good isn't good enough. Honestly, they're both really good. We also both picked yeah. Rachel as our gold star because I guess she sings good. Um, and we both gave yeah. it two slushies, which I think overlooks a lot of Lima. I think we, <laughs> I think we kind of just like blocked that part out for that because, man, it was not good. But yeah. Okay. Next episode. Yeah. Next episode ten. Glee actually, which is the Christmas episode. And okay, so they had a bunch of short stories. Yes. Uh, I think the real standouts are that Sam and Brittany did get married. Yes. Well. <laughs> Even if it was like in a weird fake Mayan ceremony. Yes. 
and but the world didn't end. Right. So. Well, the other standout is that Jake and Puck go to L.A. Um, yeah. And sing Oh Hanukkah. They go to L.A. and uh, they sing Oh Hanukkah, but with mispronounced words. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's it was not great honestly they also get the they also get the star of david tattoos yes like the matching tattoos that mean that they can't be buried in a jewish cemetery right which seems to be a so, bizarre way to celebrate your <laughs> jewish heritage your yeah your um your like dedication to judaism with a tattoo yeah okay. which i'm not saying people can't do that i'm just saying as a representation yeah. of jewish people on this show it is odd. it's weird it is it's odd to say that and not have like a joke about it, right? You know, yeah. Um, but I, I still gave Jake my gold star. You split yours between Bert and Brittany. I think this is—is is this when yeah, we find this the- is when we find out that Bert has cancer. cancer? Oh my god! Because he he comes to New York yeah. and Rachel is like going on a Christmas cruise oh, with right. her dads. Yes, and so he and Kurt like do a bunch of their like traditions and stuff. Yeah, and he. Um, is like, listen, I'm just going to tell you right now, I have cancer. And Kurt's like, I'm freaking out right now. Yes. Well, because then Blaine gets there um, also. Yeah. Yes. Because that was like a Christmas present for Kurt was to get Blaine to New York. I don't see how that like makes logical sense in Bert's brain. <laughs> like being like, oh, I'll just fly his ex-boyfriend <laughs> to his house Yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes sense to like, the viewer as like somebody as you know they knew that that the fandom and the viewers were thirsty for clean and they're like well we got to get them back together somehow how will we do that oh bert will do it okay well they they had that weird like phone call during sectionals oh yeah where- that phone call over thanksgiving where it's yeah. like oh we're not good but well, we'll, are see, we? we'll see each other at christmas <laughs> i guess um yeah, you picked El Hanukkah as your song, which is great for me. Um, and I picked Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which the main thing I remember is that there's the bit where Blaine is like staring at Kurt, like across the dinner yeah. table. It's, yeah. yeah, because that's when like they mind meld. Yes. They have like a, a sensate hive mind moment where they're all singing the song together. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, we. Oh, yeah. And Marley got the, the special Christmas. Oh, the, uh... <laughs> right. Um, because Sue sold the expensive Christmas tree or something. Um, yeah. So, so we both gave it one slushy. Um, I think it's mostly left like just lenience because it was a Christmas episode, and like I got at the end of the day, the, who the, who cares? The Christmas episode where they did like the like black and white Christmas special was obviously better than this. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, yeah, I. I once we get to the end, we'll have to kind of rank the Christmas episodes. This one isn't the worst one because I think the 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 Grinch one is maybe the worst one. <laughs> I think it probably is. Mostly, honestly, I think it's mostly because they dress Becky up as Max the dog. They dress Becky is... up as Max the dog, and also like they just shouldn't have done. Th- th- it was stupid. <laughs> yes. like it was just very stupid. Yes. Um. Uh. Now, now that I think about, it, is that the same one where Rachel does the like Charlie Brown Christmas special of like no, I want pr- gifts I'm... for Christmas? Because I'm pretty sure that is the like Christmas special one. Oh my because god! Because she realizes that like oh I I do love this pig named Barbara <laughs> and yeah. I return those earrings you got me and I. I donated it. Yeah. Oh my god. Because and because they sing like to the homeless kids. Yes. At the at the end of the episode, man, 
Come on, Glee. <laughs> like, no, okay. Let's, but we'll save that. Yeah, we'll save that for the future. But uh, the next one was Eleven, uh, Sadie Hawkins, which, if you couldn't tell by the name, they did a Sadie Hawkins dance. Um, yeah, um, and pointedly, Unique doesn't ask anyone, um, yeah. but she is at the dance uh, because she's like certified background character at this point. Yeah. Um, and this is where Tina is really growing more and more obsessed with Blaine. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, they sing some, they sing Bruno Mars yeah. at the dance. Yes. Uh, they, they also sing, um, One Direction. No. I want to say. No, they sing, um, TLC, right? No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. They sing something else. It's No Scrubs, I think. Oh yeah, they they sing TLC, yeah. and um, uh, I remembered where the where the new direction number is from. The Warblers, after they sing Whistler, sing new they sing a new direction number. Yeah, um, where they do they jump. Yeah, over other Warblers. Yeah, but for the Sadie Hawkins one, I mean, this is also where we found out that the Warblers did steroids, which is. Like, I, I gave my... I, I kind of love that, like, plot point. I wish they'd really dug into it yeah. and um, made it more than it was. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I, I think it's, like, sort of hilarious. <laughs> like, the idea of... Like, A glee club, using, yeah. Y- yeah, using, like, human growth hormone to, like, be better at singing. Like, I love that, honestly. And I love the idea that Hunter Clarington is, like, kind of compelling all of these people to, like, commit literal crimes like i'm so into it yeah. um yeah just like because it's absurd and um i i just don't think glee gave it enough time because they really rushed through it like they have sort of like sort of like said that sam is a conspiracy theorist and i wish we'd just seen like more of that for this specific plot um, yeah, I, I'm because sh- it's really only like focused on this episode. Well, I was gonna say I'm sure they were ashamed that they had to like write their way out of this pit that they dug for themselves, where the Glee Club like for some reason <laughs> didn't exist if they couldn't go to regionals. Um, like, but we we both so I gave my goal sort of Blaine. You gave half to Blaine, half to Tina. I think we both targeted Blaine for that because he is very involved in the like conspiracy theorist with Sam thing. Yeah, like the conspiracy theorist, and he. This is also the one where he confesses to Tina that he's in love with Sam. Oh yeah, um, that's right. And we get like. The monologue where he's just staring at Sam's lips. Oh, yes. And Sam is like, no, pay attention. Look at these warbler faces. Right. This is from t- 2011. This is from now. Like, right. Like, that thing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we both gave... And, oh. he, and he, like, falls down the lockers being like, oh, Tina. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tina. Um, yeah. And it's we both gave it two slushies out of five. I mean, the Tina stuff was getting kind of weird at this point um but i don't think it really yeah because there's that yet. like yeah there's that weird like slow-mo part as they're dancing before blaine gets pulled away where yes. it's like are they gonna kiss yes it was weird um yeah what were they trying to get across with that i don't, I like, don't know that tina is getting her hopes up still like or that maybe blaine is actually by curious like or, i don't know or maybe blaine wants to kiss tina yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um but then the next episode was number twelve, Naked. Um it's the one where they decide to do the uh uh the calendar, I think. 
Yes. Yeah. This is the calendar. Uh, they're to raise money to go to regionals because they just found out that they're going. Um, even though regionals Who ends up being is, at, is at McKinley. <laughs> where does where did the calendar money go? Who's embezzling? <laughs> Sugar, obviously. Um, uh, um, and uh, they they're like, oh, we're gonna have to make this calendar. It's Tina's idea because she wants to get plain naked. Yes, that's like definitely her mindset. And Artie has problems with modesty. He wants to be more modest. Yep. He thinks that you know, like. It, why do why do guys have to take their shirts off to be hot, right, or something like that? Yeah, well, and uh, but and there's something about nakedness up in New York too, yes. because Rachel is like gonna do the topless scene, yes. and they bring in the shame squad, <laughs> yes, to uh, to stop her from being in that like weird art film. Yes, because not only that, she also has the duet with herself, torn, yes. where she sings with her yes. past self about how like oh god. And, transcendent well the literally like going back like thinking about it like the duet is great but the banter that happens right before the duet is so good because her old self is scathing like (laughs) yeah well she's sort of like slut shames current rachel which i'm not about that um and she's like wow your hair is looking really porn (laughs) starry and it's like um yeah you wish you could baby rachel well and that's like again i I agree i'm not big on like the like context of it but i just love this idea that like rachel is like ripping herself a new one (laughs) like yeah oh my god and you're right. They bring the shame squad because you picked Torn is uh, best number. I picked Love Song, which is the song they all sing at the end. I think it's mostly just because I like that song. Um, and we both gave it a single slushy. Uh, Michael Star was for Rachel. You split yours between Rachel and Joe. Um, mostly because you only wanted to give half to Rachel because you liked her in the first yeah. half, but you didn't like her when she decided that she didn't want to be topless in that one scene. Um, Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, I think I probably chose Joe just for that, like, farmer get up. Yes. Um, cause that's the other, like, the other weird plot line in that one that we didn't, like, I, like, it's not reflected here at all, is that Sam has that weird thing where he decides that, like, modesty is a good thing. Like, that he's too obsessed with working out. Like, cause he does broga for the boys and then is like, oh, maybe I do focus too much on my body or something yeah. like that it's very strange <laughs> yes um but then the next episode kind of like makes up for everything because it's diva um which is when they do diva week yes. and it's yes probably the best episode in terms of music i'm gonna say because like every song was just a banger y- you picked girl on fire and i picked diva but there were like five good songs from that episode yeah um totally and this is when santana is like offered to take over the cheerios when sue dies uh and is like oh i'm just gonna put rice in her protein shake yes Uh, and she wants to like buy a mcmansion uh with her like gloria esteban money yes but (laughs) then britney is like you gotta get out of lima you gotta go yes you gotta go be famous yeah and um yeah, and then she moves to New York, and it's amazing. Yeah, um, we we both gave it half a slushy out of five because it was a it was actually a really good episode. Um, because and Tina like is the diva that I should have. That's yes. It's not just Santana's storyline because Tina like comes into her own as a diva, and she doesn't need Blaine anymore. No, 
which makes me wonder, is this before or after the, the vapor this rub? This is the vapor rub. Oh, God. Yeah, because she and Blaine have the whole thing where, like, Blaine's like, well, because Blaine does Don't Stop Me Now to prove that men can be divas, too, because that was something yes. we needed to have. Um, <laughs> that, that was something needed yep. to be proven. Um, but then he's like, Tina, I'll help you find a good Asian diva to help you inspire yourself or whatever and then tina's like i don't need to be an asian diva we can mention that tweet like somebody did tweet us um darren chris is like part like like tagalog or something Mm. like he is like like a fourth asian or something um but uh he has said in interviews and stuff that he doesn't want to be like portrayed as an asian american because he has white privilege so like he doesn't want to take Asian roles away from other people. Well, um, but he takes gay roles away from gay. Men. Well, whatever. That's fine. That's true. <laughs> uh, um, so you know we can't really judge his moral standpoint, but that's what he said. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. But I mean, yeah. I, like, and looking at like that scene, what, what it's whatever. Mostly because I think it's mostly because like the scene with the vapor up is so heinous and like not okay that like <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. Um. But uh, that must be what the slushies are from. Yeah, because I don't think there was a lot else that happened. We, I gave my gold star to Kurt, and you gave a, you gave three halves of gold stars this episode, which is fine. But you gave a half to Kurt, and I'm not entirely sure why we gave Kurt gold stars in this episode. I think. Hmm. Oh, it's because he and Rachel do the the singing showdown. Because he oh, slaps, yes. he slaps some sense into Rachel because she's become too uppity. Oh my god! Yeah, it's he so gives good. her the truth tea. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because he's like literally making tea, tea yes. and it's like it's time for truth. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! And he's like, I threw that diva off the very original one. Oh my god! So good. It's like that reveal the season's waiting waiting for that reveal and then rachel's like that's what i've built all of my confidence off for the past two years oh my god it's just like of course yes of course it was yes oh god yeah it was actually it was a very good episode um the next one was the wemma wedding i do um which surprisingly you gave it half a slushy and i gave it one slushy um, the music wasn't great, but I think it was just pretty entertaining because everyone fucks. Yeah, yeah, everyone fucks. It's like the sexiest episode of the season. Yes. Um, and I, I think it's like partly like Finn is not as annoying as he usually is because he's like more kind of like suave trying to convince Rachel to like be down. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Like, the fact that the Wemma wedding doesn't actually happen is good. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, like, the actual, like, wedding sequence is pretty uh, visually interesting with, like, you know, Emma running away and everything yeah. and all that. Well, and so you gave half of a gold star to Santana and half to Sue. Santana and Quinn have a storyline, which is why I gave my gold star to Quinn, which is so good. Because yeah. they hate Where, men. Like, and it's great. Quinn- yeah. Yeah, what they're because they go to the wedding to like just be like, oh, men are trash, yes. right? Yes. And and then Santana's like, yeah, men are trash, Quinn. Let's get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, uh, then they have sex, and then and Quinn is like, I guess I'm just a one 
one time kind of gal. And then they, you know, I'm just, I'm just experimenting. And then Santana's like, want to have sex again? And Quinn's like, yeah, yeah. So like, what is it, Quinn? Well, what's what's your deal? We don't need to force Quinn into a box. I'm just, I'm not trying to force her into any box. I'm just. I'm not trying to force her into a box. She willingly Jumped, went yeah. into Santana's. Yeah. She wanted yeah. it. Um, and what I'm just saying is that uh, Quinn needs to sort of recognize that she doesn't have to make these kind of grand statements. You know, she can just be with whoever she wants to be with and let that be both Santana and Brittany and the true thruple can survive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the other thing, though, is that Sue wore a replica of... <laughs> Emma's wedding dress to the wedding, which is yes. like yes. so the, terrible, but so good. <laughs> like, like the the meanest prank. Yes. Like the meanest, most like psych- psychologically diabolical prank. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Um you picked getting married today um as the number, which Emma obviously does all the fun fast bits, just great. Um and I did You're All I Need to Get By, which is the one that Right or that Jake does for Marley because this also happens on Valentine's Day. This is the Valentine's Day episode also. Um and mm-hmm. uh Ryder is like the Cyrano de Bergerac to him. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like Marley but Marley knows. Yes. Like and she she like clearly knows in this episode and then admits later that yes, she was aware. Yes. Um so like Marley's dating both of them. Both of them. She's dating both yeah. of them. And then, yeah, the episode where they do the ghost thing, but not really. Um, which is actually, I think, the next one, which is 15, girls and boys on film. Um, it was the mashups, but they did it with movie numbers. Um, and not yeah. all of them were mashups also. Um, it was weird, but we liked it. <laughs> you gave it no slushies, and I gave it half a slushy. Um, yeah. It was great. I don't have anything to say about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> your best number was Shout. My best number was the Diamonds Are Girls Best Friend slash Material Girl mashup that they stole from Moulin Rouge. Um, you gave your gold star to Santana, and I split mine between Unique and Santana. Um, honestly, that's the thing. I yeah. don't really remember the plots of this episode. The music was good for the most part, but yeah, um, obviously it wasn't too heinous because otherwise we would have ranked it higher. So, so okay. So... In this episode, I'm pretty sure they do the boy band thing. Like, in this... Is it this one? Where, like, Will and no, Finn that's, have that, like, dream fight? That's later. Because this is the one where the, the boys of Glee Club do the um, Tom Cruise mashup. Yeah, they do the Tom Cruise mashup. But, like, that's not the only thing that happens in the episode. <laughs> well, I feel like it's supposed to be, like, another one of those, um, like, competition weeks. Yeah, it's the mash-off. Which, it does... Um, does Shannon judge it? I just... No. I just don't even... No, th- no, that was the second mash-off. Oh, um, yeah. Because, yeah. like, th- at that point, they were all using Shannon Beast as, like, an oh, image my God. to turn themselves no. off. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> including Tina and... Um, 
yeah uh but and they so they do like a they do mashups for her to like be like oh no we do love you we do find you repulsive but we love you jesus Um, season two was such a trash fire um yeah i I mean looking over the numbers here will sings a song to emma to kind of like reconnect i guess he does the like window outside the house yes yeah 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 um And then... Are you sure this isn't the one where, like, Will and Finn dance on stage and have the dream battle? No, Maggie, because that's, sure? that's the next episode feud. Um, oh, 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 oh. Yes. But it, I'm confused, because that one is a mashup also. Right. Yes. <laughs> I don't have anything to say to that, because... It, well, because <laughs> it's also... I, I think part of it was because it was supposed to be, like, feuding artists... So, like, because yes. that's the one where Ryder and Unique the, do the Elton John Madonna mashup. And then Blaine and Sue do the Nicki Minaj Mariah Carey mashup. So, honestly, there's more mashups in that episode than this one. Yes. <laughs> the fuck, Lee? What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, we like both. The, the second, so Feud, um, we both gave it only a single slushy. We both picked How to Be a Heartbreaker as our favorite song. So... Ooh, because it's good. Yes. And they're in that, like, weird hotel lobby Which, that's super ornate. And, like, Brody actually dances. Brody should have been in the show more to do the dancing and to do the singing. Well, like, here's the thing. He's in, he's in like, maybe three numbers yes. uh, in total. That that actually reminds me. So the last episode, they it was the New York Snowin'. Because that's when they watch Moulin Rouge. Yes. And they have, like, Kurt has, like, oh, the God. dream sequence. And, well, it's because <laughs> Santana has the theory. The extended claim dream sequence. And Santana's like, oh, I thought you were going to sing this at your wedding. You said that this, <laughs> singing this song to someone was more intimate than having sex. And Adam's just like, huh, huh. Yeah. I'm trapped here. <laughs> well, and that's because... That's when Santana starts her theory that Brody is a drug dealer, and then feud yep. is where we find out that Brody is actually a sex worker. And, so yeah, and Santana like dug through the entire apartment. Yes. Oh man, she's amazing. What a good roommate. Well, yeah, because you gave her your gold star for being a good roommate, this presumably. Is, this is like the line where she's like. So, <laughs> you say that you're like good and accepting and then one of your friends moves into your house without warning and goes through all your stuff and suddenly it's not okay <laughs> i'm a bad person yeah, yeah. so funny <laughs> so very good oh god um but yeah and then i gave my goal started a unique for feud um which i think was based on the fact that there's a lot of transphobia honestly i don't understand yeah, why we didn't cause... rank this one fucking higher because writer's a piece well, of this garbage is also this is also where, like, Katie comes into the picture, oh, yes. I'm pretty sure. Well, where, yeah. like, because Mar- this is where Katie, well, Unique, is trying to convince Ryder that she's, like, an actual human being. Yes. Um, Rather than, and then, like, Ryder literally parrots exactly what she says back to her face. Oh, my God. Um, later in the episode, uh, when he's like, I am going to be accepting now, because I heard that those girls were mean to you walking home. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that feels more heinous after <laughs> the fact that he's like parroting her like exactly like, yeah back to her. well and also that unique like as kitty like dead names herself and you mean katie or, sorry yeah, yeah katie. She, d- 
she she dead names herself multiple times, but it's also like, let's talk about respective truths. Right. And how you're not always right all the time, writer. Send me more nude pics. <laughs> yeah. Um <sighs> So like okay. Unique's like tactic is not great here. Yeah. You know, like it's not like it's the the best thing to like lie about who you are and like continue to tell compounding lies and like compel someone to like Send nudes. I don't know. Yeah. Send nudes and fall in love with you, even though you're like a fake persona. Yeah. Um, that's bad. But I honestly like would have cared. Like I would have liked this storyline storyline a lot more and found it like more compelling to watch if Unique was was the headliner. Yeah. Here, because it's also like a more fun twist on like the catfish narrative to see someone being the catfish. That's true. Rather than yeah. like being like, oh, I have a catfish. It's like that's every episode of Catfish ever. <laughs> yeah. R- rather than rather than giving us like the victimized straight white man, um, <laughs> how about we actually have an interesting perspective of someone who has to try to convince another person that she is a person who you know has the ability to, you know, define who she is. Decide her yeah. own, yeah, decide her own identity and have body autonomy and that sort of yeah. thing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Again, it's terrible. Um, Let's just, let's keep moving here. Um, So the next one was Guilty Pleasures, which is where they sing about their guilty pleasures, but also reveal their secrets, which I guess are their guilty pleasures. Uh, that was weird. Yeah, because... And it's sort of like Sam constructed this entire week for Blaine to tell him that he was in love with him. Yeah. Um, which is like... Narcissistic? I don't know. Narcissistic at the very least. But we also find out that he's like making those macaroni portraits. Oh, yeah. Which has never come up again. No, never again. Even though he's obviously like a talented artist, if he could make these like portraits with that media, like he could do it with other media too. But like that's not just that's just not a part of Sam's character. Um, and yeah, Blaine does admit to Sam that he's in love with him. Uh, we also get the Barry Manilow number about being a fanalo. Um, Um, there's also the Spice Girls. There's the Spice Girls yep. number, oh, amazing! A fondue for two as yep. well, uh, where Kitty is like slowly being humanized, yep. um, and there's no Will or Finn. No, um, and the other thing, so you we you gave it half a slushy, I gave it zero slushies. Um, you picked Wannabe as your number, I picked Mamma Mia as my number because that's the number they do at the end. Oh. They, they sing it at the very yep. end, and everyone has the Mamma Mia looks. Yes. Um, and there's the hoop that goes between space and time. Um, and uh, you split your star between Sam and Brittany, uh, the power couple. And I gave mine to Rachel, and I'm not sure why exactly, because I don't... What was Rachel's... Oh! She broke up with Brittany. Oh, right. Yeah. She shames him for being a sex worker. <laughs> oh, my a God. Bit. I should not um, have given Rachel a fucking star. She doesn't really, because there's a bit where she has, like, that money. She has, like, a fistful yeah. of money. And it's like, here, don't you want your money because you went to dinner with me? No, no, no. Or she's like, like, is that? this enough to buy dinner with me? <laughs> with you? Ooh, ooh. Um, oh, God. I take it back. I love which, it. Okay. I love it. She can have the star again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's. I'm not sure if, if she never really, like, shames the act of sex work. She more is just like, how dare you lie yes. to me? And, like, come into my house and continue to lie to yeah. me. Um, 
Yeah, and she does break up with him, which is all great because now the the avenue is open for Cassandra to, July to swoop yes. in. Not on Brody, on Rachel. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, they both had sex with Brody, so they kind of had sex yeah. with each other no, through the like well... STI after school special way. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brody is, like, very vigilant about that sort oh, of thing. Oh, I'm sure. I'm just saying that, like, you know, the whole thing about, like, sex when you're, like, when they're teaching about it is, like, having sex <laughs> with one person is like having sex with every person they've ever had sex with. So, I guess. Um, I guess. And, I mean, if they're really experienced, like, <laughs> I... I, it's, yeah. I want to see a resume. If I'm going to have a sexual partner, I'd want to see the resume where it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, this is this looks really good. I'm glad you have all this experience <laughs> um, because you can bring that into what our activities here. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but is, anyway, that was a very good episode, which is unfortunate because the next episode was episode 18, Shooting Star, which... Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> So this episode is the school shooting episode. The first act is all about Ryder being really angry. Well, and, and also Brittany's cat. Like how, yeah, and Brittany's cat and how Beck like squeaked in there, how Becky is afraid to leave high school. Yes. And then the second half of the episode is like the school shooting itself, which isn't portrayed super poorly um the metronome in the middle of the floor is bad and the fact that everyone fucking moves around the entire time and talks is all bad um uh and uh like but the but heather morris is like seen in the bathroom and the tension that is like crafted is really good i think um yeah yeah, those. That's it. Though. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> we both chose more than words as our best number, which is the song they sang to Britney's cat. Um, yeah. Uh, you chose Britney for Gold Star, mostly I think due to that performance, and I chose. Isn't it emblematic of like a Glee episode that <laughs> yes. like they can go from serenading a cat to like a fucking school shooting yes. in the other half? Like, what the hell, Glee? Yeah. Talk about tonal shift. God. Well, and the worst part is, like, I, and so I gave it five slushies and you gave it four. And, like, I stand by that because I am just still thoroughly disgusted <laughs> by what they did. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, I also gave Sue my gold star, mostly because um, her plot line with, like, trying to protect a student is really good in like the sea of terribleness that is all of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that good, but <laughs> I was also, I also thought yeah. she was leaving the show and she didn't technically like leave, but she is definitely, she won't. She'll she, no, she's staying. Well, around. I was saying, she, I'm sure she's going to be back at McKinley. Well, we'll see, but at least for the rest of the season, she was definitely more of a like background, like, like a, like a occasional character as opposed to being like there all the time. So, I guess, but like, when was she there all the yeah, time? Yeah, good you point. Know? Um, but anyway, let, let's keep let, let's move on here. And uh, the next episode was Sweet Dreams, which we rightfully titled the most boring episode of Glee ever. Um, <laughs> which we yeah, still put us right to we sleep. We still, I only gave it two and a half, and you gave it three because it wasn't like a bad episode. It was just not anything. 
It just wasn't anything. Yeah, like, what happened? Uh, Marley reveals that she's a songwriter and pretends... I thought that was in the, the shooting episode. Well, she revealed it then, but this is when she starts acting on it. She tells... Every, like she tells people about it and oh, she's yeah. like oh you should sing my she songs has, like that song that they sing and it's actually like the trevor project yes. song and it's like super generic and kind of boring yes. uh that's mean i'm sorry trevor project but like come on <laughs> you know what it is yeah well and and the, the like it's it's a whole thing where like i don't know it, it's weird because we had wanted it to be something where people were like coming to terms with like what was going on but it didn't really happen also finn went to college in this episode and i think it is also finn's last Ooh. episode so it is yeah yeah this is well <sighs> okay like in retrospect i i have like g- good positive feelings about finn in like an abstract way yeah. um still because I think, like, in a lot of ways, he was just doing his best. Um, but when we get to, down to the nitty-gritty of a lot of things, like, he was really bad. He was sort of a bad person, and he did bad things. Yep. And, like, even in that episode, he, like, convinces people to, like, take their tops off. Yep. Which is not bad. And, you know, if people want to take their tops off, they want to take them off. But... It just it know. just came off you as know? really skeevy and like also he like joins a frat without like to me part of the issue that I think I had with Finn is that Finn exemplifies such a like privileged position. Well, he also exemplifies like this person who needs other people to tell him what to do. Yeah. Like in some ways he seems really self-possessed and he's like, "Oh, I'm a leader." Oh, right. I, I but then on the other hand he's like Oh, I'm a piece of shit who doesn't know anything about what I want to do with my life. Rachel, what what do you think I should do? Or Marley, what do you think I should do? Or Will, what do you think I should do? Or Emma, what do you think I should do? And everyone's just like, you got to do you, Finn. And he's just like, ah. Well, ah. And I think part of it, too, is that, like, I don't know if I hate Finn as much as I hate the fact that the show continually lied to us about Finn. Like... Yeah, totally. Like, the show kept lying about, like, what a stud, what a, like, good leader he was, what a, like, how impressive he was, when he clearly wasn't any of those things. Like, in Rachel's mind, he was, like, the hottest person alive, but everyone kept making jokes about how how he, like, wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, like... (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it, and it's clear to us, like it's like Finn was not this like football star, right? Boy, yeah, that like he was cast to be, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. Because well, like, like honestly, looking at it, like going back, Puck is what I assume they wanted Finn to be, in the sense that he's like, mm. you know, like he's kind of studly and. A hot bad yeah. boy is what you're saying, but like, no, he wouldn't have been like in a sort of classic kind of way. He's he's like the bad boy best friend to like the good sure. boy, like the all American good boy, right. and that's what Finn was supposed right. to be. Okay, no, you're but right. I'm not sure he ever really. He, I'm not sure he ever really like cracked. No, it, I don't think so. You know, and th- I think that's okay too. Like on its basis, it's just like they had Finn do so many like 
negative things and just didn't really address those things. Yeah. Like outing Santana and never apologizing instead like instituting a lady week where he tells all women how they should feel. <laughs> yeah. No. It, yeah. <laughs> like Lee, you're not doing it right. You're just, you just didn't do it right. You never did. No, you're right. And we're going to have to talk about it more with season five um, as it will definitely come to a head then. But um, I mean, we didn't give this episode really bad marks and I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because Rachel, um, Rachel has her sweet dream when she has the hallucination of the Glee Club singing Don't Stop Believing yes. during her fa- her funny girl yes. audition. Yeah. 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 Well, th- the thing about the funny girl audition, like plot line, is that it's it's like not even a question to me that she's going right. to get it. Well, you know, yeah, it's really similar <laughs> to the like competition plot lines where it's like okay we know that they're gonna win or like if they don't win there'll be some like act of god to make it so they actually win like (laughs) there'll be a dosing of teenagers with steroids so like i agree it's one of those things like there's no tension like i understand that rachel is kind of nervous about it but for the most part she's also just really confident so i'm not i don't i don't know like (laughs) yeah there's no tension so who knows um uh, for the numbers you pick next to me, which is the one she sings with Shelby, uh, I picked You Have More Friends Than You Know, which is the Trevor Project number. Um, you gave it three, I gave it two and a half. You picked Rachel for Gold Star, and I picked Marley for Gold Star. Um, yeah. Cool. The, and the next what? one was Lights Out, um, which is the one where it's acoustic. <laughs> this is where it's glee, but dark. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> not plot, not plotline wise, just. Setting. Well, a little bit um, plotline wise, because it is. The, yeah. If if we're to if, yes, if we are to believe that um, the school is being held hostage, well, okay. by the uh, secretary of Principal Figgins. Well, yes, but also it is the one where writer opens up about being molested, which like yeah. is not handled well, and still don't want to talk about it. Um, on I don't think it's handled that poorly in that yeah. like it exists on the show. I think the way that it's really fucking gnarly is that Sam and Artie are like, oh, bro, you did it. And like, no one is like, wow, what a horrible thing you just said. Like, nobody actually addresses that. Uh, They just let it fly free. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Also, this is the plot line where Rachel and Kurt, like, shame Santana for not doing Niada. (laughs) yeah like they're like oh you're not you're not following your dreams and santana's like i have three jobs bitch (laughs) yes um we both gave it three out of five slushies um we both picked at the ballet as the number and i think that is emblematic of the fact that like the numbers weren't really great during that episode um no we picked it because we're big nerds um not and that new york plot line is so stupid like it's just really stupid where it's like because we en- we start in the same place that we yes. end, right? Because it's just Santana being like, I guess I just need some time to figure out what my dream is. And it's like, what? Yeah. What is this obsession with, like, dreams? <laughs> it's, it doesn't make any sense because it's like Santana's dream was to just go live it up in New York, which is literally what she's yes. doing. So, 
So yeah, it's I I I don't know. <laughs> you picked Santana for Gold Star, which made sense to me, and I picked Kitty for Gold Star. Um, I think because this is when she opens up to Ryder a bit, and then yeah, Ryder's she um she takes Ryder to breadsticks yeah. and then tries to buy him a sandwich, and he's like. I don't know. Kitty does sound like Katie, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to the web version. Yeah, which again, like, just really makes the end of that plot line more bad. Um, yeah, this is also where like Ryder is like, oh, this is this relationship is working yeah. for me, Katie. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. um, yeah. So then the next episode was wonderful. It was the Stevie Wonder Week. Just kind of out of nowhere, which wasn't terrible. We both gave it one slushy out of five. Um, the music was all really good. We both picked I Wish, which is the Jake number that he does with Mike, um, which is really yeah, good. Yeah, because the black person sang Yes. Um, and yeah. <laughs> also, uh, yeah, Mercedes does do the uh, does higher, do, uh, ground. higher yeah. ground. And she also sings um, Superstitious at the beginning, except like, why the fuck did Marley get a verse and Unique didn't? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, Maggie, uh, this you This is also know. where we find out that Bert doesn't have cancer anymore. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. That had literally no bearing on any of the plot ever. Well, it, it made uh, them do the terrible, like, plot with Kurt where he's like, I'm a little OCD now. And it's like, oh, no. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Do you think, th- like, Bert's, ha- Bert having cancer, like, I don't know, played into... Kurt's irrational decision making when it came to like hooking up with Blaine and stuff. Do you think that's part of it? Um, maybe. When did yeah? Because that happened at Christmas time, and then the I do was Valentine's Day, so that did happen after. I mean, it is very possible. Um, yeah. Oof. I mean, it's not really illuminated in the show, and that's really where it would be important. Well, I mean, but <laughs> it makes a lot of sense considering the fact that Blaine stage or cause the cancer thing in the first mm. place so yeah being an evil <laughs> demon who yep. he di- are we ha- did we decide if he like put a tumor in there that he just got rid of or if he doctored the, the I mean, uh, like i kind of like the, the i kind of like things. the idea that he doctored the photo things mostly because they do describe that bert did have like surgery which is so heinous <laughs> yeah. and like evil that you would make someone have to go through that for no reason. Um, yeah. yeah, and I- I'm just envisioning, you know, like that little snippet we get of Kitty like changing the skirt. Oh um, yes, yeah. <laughs> during- I'm just envisioning like Blaine with like an X-ray, know, sort of like whiteout <laughs> yeah. or something, and like X-rays. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's part oh, part of the reason oh, I also like that one more is because it l- could actually also have happened that Blaine just like like as a character that's not a demon, if that would ever happen, um, j- just doctors <laughs> these things because he knows that Kurt will come back to Lima if his dad has cancer. Like buck wild and crazy. Mm. Um. Anyway, you gave you split your star between Mercedes and Cassandra for wonderful, and I picked Katie again because. Like like you said, they had that arc. Yeah. Oh, oof. Yep. Yep. You you picked Katie. Oh no, sorry, Kitty, not Katie. Yeah, Kitty. I picked Kitty. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I know you didn't pick Katie. because oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, and this is also where like Cassandra July like dominates Rachel, yes. and Rachel gives her a cane, yes. and she loves Just- it. 
to cement their their budding B- BDSM relationship. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, now we're going to go to the last episode of the season, Yes, right? it was all or nothing. Um, we just talked about this one last week, but Chris was a guest. Um, and so... <laughs> Uh, we all kind of universally agreed that the uh, the Hoosier daddies were the better group um, and all mm-hmm. picked their numbers. Uh, he did clarity, but we both yep. picked wings. Um, and uh, in terms of gold stars, Chris picked Marley. Um, sure. Yeah. Because she wrote a song? Or, you, you know, because she's sweet. Oh, no, it's because she was a good friend for Unique um, and tried to cover oh, for yep, her. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Um, and uh yeah we do get the unique reveal as she was katie the whole time she dead names herself um and like proffers up her body for violence it's really bad and then which is honestly like so irresponsible of these glee writers To have even crafted this storyline from the beginning, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why'd you let it go on this long? Like, why? It's just bad all around. Um, And I think there could have been a much better Katie, and that is the boy who plays the guitar. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Imagine if that had been the Katie reveal. Seriously. Like, if it had just been, like, it's been me the whole time, writer, and then writer's like... Oh, well... <laughs> I guess I'm gay now, except he wouldn't. <laughs> I guess... He'd be like, I never want to talk no. to you again, so... I I don't know. You're like... right. Guitar Boy is blonde and white, so he probably <laughs> would like him. He is... <laughs> He's blonde and white, and they have had, like, moments of connection. It, it's, it's, yeah. it's not like we haven't seen uh, it. No, you're right. It would be better, um, mostly because anything would be better. And- and gayer yes. and i'm just so i'm always down for that and like less transphobic yes. too i'm down for that yeah. too um to kind of wrap <sighs> this up so you gave your gold star to britney i split mine between britney and jan the manipulative lesbian who steals blaine's idea to, to propose <laughs> to her uh long long time yes. partner um um oh but sam who would you want katie to be uh, i want to i want to hear what you have to say i mean honestly there's a part of me that wishes it was Will, just so that way we'd have a good reason for Will to never ever be on the show ever again. Oh, shit. Like, like terrible, oh, shit. illegal, awful. But at least we get rid of Will. Like, <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm sorry. I just hate him. I hate him a lot. What about what about Emma? And that, then Emma like, gets to leave. Life would be Emma ruined. gets to leave him because he's gross and weird, and she gets to go find <laughs> someone who actually loves her. Like, oh. The more I talk about this, the more yeah. I want it. Um, she should have just gotten back with John Stamos. Yeah. Like, uh, the, what was the problem in her and Carl's relationship? Was that they weren't having yes. sex? Like, maybe maybe she just needs to be in an open relationship. Where, like, if her partner wants to have sex, they're going to have sex with somebody else. And, like, just dote on Emma and love, and love yeah. her. Unconditionally. Well, I- Without, like, being like, oh, is your OCD going to be a problem for our relationship? Well, <laughs> I mean, now that she's gotten Will, quote, out of her system, in a sense, like, like you know, she's gone through him, <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah. Maybe now she'd be more open to having a sexual relationship with someone else. But anyway, yeah, um, I gave it three slushies, and you and Chris both gave it four slushies, which is where it really should have been. Because fuck that noise. Um, All right. Cool. 
and now we are on to some final decision making. Yes. Um, before we get to the numbers, one quick thing: just our top three gold star earners this season. You have any guesses? Oh, I gotta hear. Do you have it. any guesses as to who is on this list? I want to say it's maybe Rachel. She's got she. I heard her name more often than I thought I would in the gold star listing. Probably Blaine is up there. Um, maybe Unique. Okay. Maybe Marley. Okay, so um, Unique and Marley both got one and a half stars throughout the whole season, so they're a little lower on the list. Um, Blaine got four, which puts him squarely in fourth place. So third place was Jake with five and a half stars. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think it's like partly because he is one of the hottest people on the yep. show uh so we're both like yeah jay yes um he also has a good like growth mm-hmm. arc where he goes from like the womanizer to someone who seems to genu- genuinely care about marley yep. and protects both marley and unique in the last episode so yeah no i think i think he growth. has a good arc and also just even he also called he also calls Jake like a douche. He also calls Ryder like a douchebag. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> when he's being transphobic, he's like, you're gross. That's true. And, like, I think part of it is even going back and talking about those first couple episodes, Jake is still a pretty good guy at the beginning of the season, yeah. too. Like, he has a growth. Because oh, yeah. he's, ju- he's just nice to yes. women. Like, <laughs> yes. in that he, like, flirts with them a lot. Um, But he's never, like, it's extremely douchey or anything. Well, and he's kind of just. Um, yeah. The only time Go for he. It. He's got, like, a slight anger issue when it comes to Will alone, which is, like, me too. So <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's the thing. is He's kind of nice to everyone. They they started out with, like, the weird, like, anger thing. but Oh, I'm angry. They... Ex- except, no, I'm not. I'm soft, and I love to sing, and I love to dance, see, and I just want love for my big brother. See, Puck. that's the thing is, I feel like they started out, and, like, I was really upset with the fact that, like, they were doing, like, and you were too, I was like, like, the whole, like, kind of, like, angry black man trope, um, but then he turned yeah. out, like, like, very fast, got rid of that, and was just, like, he was just kind of a nice guy, which, like, wonderful. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Which I knew I knew he was gonna be all along. I could feel yes. it. <laughs> um so number two is Santana with six slushies. Yes, Not bitch. Being... <laughs> Coming in with six. <gasps> no, that I know who's first then. Okay, Maggie. I know it. Can I yes. can I guess? Is it Cassandra July? I really wish it was. No, first is Damn actually it. Rachel. Rachel got seven and a half stars. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh my god. This is the first time Rachel has ever gotten first. For a season, isn't um, it? Santana was because season of... three. Santana was season yep. two, <laughs> of course. And Emma was season one. Yes, yes. This is the first time Rachel has actually gotten wow. the top number of gold she, stars. She unseated the queen, yes. Santana, and took the throne for herself. This bright golden star. I guess like we're just both down for New York, yes. Rachel. You know, well, coming out of her yeah. shell, and she's been doing just well. Fine. And there's no Finn. Really, like, no offense, but <laughs> yeah, when she's not obsessed, when she's not obsessed with yeah. Finn, like she's awesome. Uh, I did. I'm not a big, the biggest fan of when she's obsessed with Brody, um, but yeah. you know, I mean, again, we we talk about it all the time. These women are all written to be like obsessed with men, mostly most of the time, yeah, and it, it just sucks. So, except for like Santana, who is a um, lesbian. 
<laughs> is a lesbian. So, yeah. Uh, I guess we just need a show all about lesbians instead. Yeah. Uh, it should be an all-girl choir where everyone's a oh lesbian. Oh, my God. Um, so, Cassandra <laughs> July was fifth with three and a half. So that That is heinous. <laughs> she should have been much higher. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're so right. If When you think... When, when she's if she if this is her only season, yeah, right. If she's not in season five, I'm just sad that we didn't give her the attention she deserved. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's so good. I don't know. Eh. She's ama- she's amazing. We'll, we'll see. So let's move on to the most important part here, um, which we 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 need to talk about some of these numbers, Maggie. Um, yeah. So we do this every season. We kind of try to dig through and figure out what the best numbers were in a variety of categories. Um, but there are so many. <laughs> yeah, so many numbers or so many categories. So many numbers. Yes. No, you're right. Um, I've picked mm-hmm. five numbers that I have quantified as all candidates for the worst number of the season. <laughs> yes. List them. So List them for the me. The first one is the way you look tonight slash you're never fully dressed without a smile. Um, yes. The second one is teenage dream acoustic version. Um, yes. the third one is jukebox hero, which is the Finn and Ryder like yeah, with all the like headless babes. <laughs> yes, the fourth one is let's have a kiki slash turkey lucky time. <laughs> the fifth one is baby got back. The number by the Adam's apples were they all, were they saying a folksy version of baby got back. Folksy and racist. Both. Yes. I mean, um, I have a vote, but I really want to hear your opinions on this. Honestly, they're all so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, You know, it's probably got to be the acoustic version of Teenage Dream nice. to me. Because I could barely physically watch <laughs> yes. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so bad. The The one I have is Baby Got Back. That is so, like, flagrantly. Yeah. The, the slow-mo and, like, like the weird transitions between Kurt's laughing yes. face and... Except you can't hear Kurt's no. laughter. Oh, it's so it's bad. It's really bad. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's really easy for me to pick the worst numbers of the season. <laughs> which says something when it's... It's Like, true. I mean... It's weird. I just... I think, like, part of the problem with, like, remembering all these numbers is that literally, like, every episode had, like, a New Directions number yes. at the end. Like, a cap-off number that is just so bland. Yes. With Marley singing on, um, like, singing the solo, and they all just, like, literally run yes. around. Yeah, because... Well, because that's the thing. <laughs> is It was literally, like, just a machine for making, like, popular songs into Glee numbers. Like... Yeah. So, for solo, we've got Americano slash Dance Again. Um, I want to put in that what like Blaine's Diva number. Oh, uh, don't Um, stop me now. Don't stop me now. Um, Also, Tina's um, uh, Diva number. Hang on. uh, Hung up. Hung up. Yep. Uh, um, Girl on Fire, and then we've got Rachel's uh, being good isn't good enough, and Kurt's uh, being alive. I think that's a good selection. I think so too. Of all the solos. Hmm. 
maybe Cold Hearted by Santana also. Eh. Pop that in there. I feel like Girl on Fire well, is better. Girl on Fire is better. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna choose Cassandra July's. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. Oh man, this is a good list, and I think it is good to n- acknowledge like Tina's Diva Number was really good. Um, Blaine is one of the best. Like, like we've picked. I think we picked Blaine, Blaine in season two for best soloist of the season. Yeah. Obviously, Rachel and Kurt are both very good singers, and like these are definitely like you said, they're their I want songs, and they're really good. I I kind of I feel like I got to go with Santana though. Great, I love perfect. it. It's so yes. good. Um, yeah. So okay. Yeah. Now we're gonna do duets. I mean, I actually, I really like holding out for a hero. I feel like holding out for a hero yeah. is actually very, like... It is really good, and it makes me, like, wonder what it, the season would be like if Kitty was, like, actually a good friend to Marley. Yes. <laughs> um, but I love Unique and Marley's duets throughout the whole season. Yes. You know? Honestly... Every time they sing together was so good. Let's let's just skip all this. Let's just give it to Unique and Marley. Instead of having yeah. instead of having a soloist this season, or you know, we we picked solos, but instead of picking a duet number, let's just pick two duettists. Like Unique and Marley sound yeah. really good together. They're just yeah. Yes. So I think uh, I think that should work for our duet. Like perfect because they do like three or four throughout the season. Yeah. So like yeah, they're just really good, and it means that we get to recognize Unique also because I feel like that is something <laughs> that the show didn't do a very good job of and it just kind of sucks. So. Yep. Cool. And then group. Oh my God. See, I'm on this list. Um, there is a song, um, from the first episode titled busters get popped. Uh, it is an original composition by, uh, Stoner Stoner Brett Bukowski. Brett Bukowski. Why do they, <laughs> they named why him Stoner. He, why is he titled Stoner? Yeah, Brett? That's, because that's his name. At least he's not like homeless Brett that's, anymore. That's true. Like when he was first introduced, yeah. Kurt was like, "You smell homeless." Also, and then also, busters get yeah. popped. Busters get popped. <laughs> what popping so is Stoner Brett well, doing? Okay, see, the thing about it is that number, na- like that name, is so like whitewashed. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, busters get popped. Like. Um, and here we see in figure B, Buster's getting popped. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. It's like, what? What's the hip hop about? Oh, here you go, eighty-six-year-old grandpa. Here's a here's a song for you. Buster's get popped. And he's like, oh yeah, I think I've heard of that one. Jesus Christ! Oh my god! Ugh, um, very good. Okay, now we have to do group number, right? Yes. Um. Honestly, let's be real here. I want to give it to Wings from the Hoosier Daddies. Ooh. <laughs> I want to give it to um the uh the one of the guilty pleasures numbers probably. Okay. Either Wannabe. Sure. Yep, yep. Or uh there is the D- Wake Me Up Before You Go Go where they all like wear like 80s clothes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And like dance around. Yeah. Um, I love, mm. I think Wannabe is really good. Um, I don't know. It's just, mm. part of it for me is I want to give it to the 
Well, yeah. maybe we can give like an award for somebody who isn't New Directions. So we can look at the Warblers numbers <laughs> and the um Ra- and Rainbow Connection by the Waffle Toots sure. and okay. the Let's... Hooser Daddies numbers and pick Wings from that one. <laughs> so, let's just skip that and pick Wings because I'm not picking the Waffle Toots number and I'm not picking the... <laughs> Uh, I'm not picking Whistle because that song is gross. I mean, it's well performed and it's very entertaining, but like, it's so gross. I can't help it. Don't don't forget about that. Like coming around the mountain mashup. I, okay, I originally I had the comedy section, but I only had three numbers, and one of them is Baby Got Back, which I don't think should count. Um, but no. one it's three the performance that you love from the Britney 2.0 episode and <laughs> over the river and through the woods slash she'll be coming around the mountain by the I don't remember yes, their group bitch. I love yeah. it um and I think you could list like a whole bunch of numbers from the season as comedy numbers because like what did Glee think they were fucking doing anymore <laughs> you know? yes I do know uh <sighs> so Let's pick best. Let's pick the best group number. What are What are you thinking? Um, Mamma Mia, maybe, or like like you're saying. Honestly, the the best episode for group numbers was definitely the Guilty Pleasures episode. Yeah, because they did <laughs> without Will or because they did fun numbers. Like, and they also like just hammed it up, which is what we ask Lee to do literally every week. Um, totally. Like you said, Wannabe is so good. They do the whole like. The whole thing with the Spice Girls. Um, I just, uh, yeah, maybe Wannabe, actually, now that I think about it more. Mostly just because yeah. I like all of those characters, too. And like it's and the part where they're all like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> when they discover that they all love, yes. love the Spice Girls. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, who are we going to be? Like, that, that parts are, those parts are cute. And I mean, all the, like, the, like, hemming and hawing about how unique shouldn't be the black one. <laughs> yeah, is that's not great. Gnarly, but the but, performance um, is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I'm, I think we're like looking over some of the, I, I just saw come what may on the list. Oh, sure. Uh, and I feel like if we were like true glee stands, like if we were about like the clean relationship and stuff, we'd be like, Oh, this one. Cause there's like that whole clean montage uh. where they like, you know, where they are rubbing nose on the bed. Like r- the part that's so supposed to imply that they're going to have sex for the first time. Oh my God. You remember, but okay. Here's um, the thing though. Like, I think I've made this clear over the last couple episodes. I'm not a clean stan. Like, <laughs> Blaine's no, treatment... No, you shouldn't of, be. No one should be. Like, it's just, he's so gross and, like, overbearing and, like, I don't know. Thirsty. Yeah. Um, But it's not like Kurt's a good person. But, like, that... Uh, I mean, either. I don't... Just because, like, something bad is happening to someone who's not great doesn't make it necessarily a better thing. Like... Like, treating someone poorly is a bad thing no matter what. Like, I don't know. I guess I guess you're right. But it's also... I don't... I don't know. I just root for the gay people yeah, that's fair. too much, yeah. probably. Well, I mean, there wasn't like... It wasn't like there was anything else to root for. Like, like True. yeah, there weren't a lot of other gay relationships, so... Anyway, um, what, what are you thinking on this... On group number, Maggie? <sighs> yeah, probably want to be... Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I think... Um... Or maybe... Well, I liked Locked Out of Heaven. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of bland. But... Like... 
But yeah, but they just stand on stage. Yeah. And that's it. I uh, yeah. 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 I, I think I'm done. part of it is just that like like you said, season four was kind of a machine for churning out like more music. And And it was like it, it's not like the, a lot of the music was bad. No, it wasn't yeah. really. Exactly. It was just like all sort of like blandly okay. Right, exactly. Um and I and I don't have any like wow that do you remember that one? Right. Like I'm not really a I'm not really like that except for ma- the Cassandra July numbers yeah. <laughs> and like the I don't know. I don't know. You know, yeah. it's it's just feels sort of devoid. Yes, I agree. Um but yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's a really good way to like kind of wrap up season 4. Like it wasn't that it was bad. It just wasn't the partic- passion is gone. Yeah, it just wasn't particularly good either. Like there were the good like episodes in the middle, right? Um, really started off by the superhero episode yep. with like all that fucking camp. Yep, it's great. Yep, and they just lean in, and it's amazing. And the there's the episode where they all fuck, and it's like yes, yes, <laughs> this is what, this is what fan fiction dreams are made out of. <laughs> And, and then and um, then they just run head first into the school shooting, which, <laughs> like, like seriously though, and like looking at the numbers, it just tumbles far yeah. and far down, further and further down the mountain until we're literally in a pit yes. where Unique admits that she's Katie. And God, it's terrible. Like, yeah, it's just like 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 we were talking, <laughs> like I brought up at the beginning, like like you're saying at the beginning, like. It makes sense in the ranking of how seasons are. This is definitely better than season two because season two is like the most <laughs> trash, like the grossest, terriblest season for sure so far. Um, but it's not as good as season three and it's not as good as season one. Like, it just isn't. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. And uh, I think we should decide what's better, Sam, New York or Lima. Uh, New York. Uh, I I think it has to be New York. I think Lima suffers from so many like stepping their like sticking their foot in not water. Like, just why? I am gonna choose Lima. Mm-hmm. Hear me okay. out. I I like the essence of the show is about like disparate teens. Sure singing together yes. and that's what happens in lima yes i think the show should have like either leaned into making the transition to be about rachel and like be in new york mm-hmm. and like maybe have a little bit of lima in regards to like what's going on with blame sure oh santana's moving and and not have the glabies but because they had the glabies it's like so you still want the show to be this right Right? Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely like part of it is I I say New York, but since they like introduced since they had Unique, since they had Marley and Kitty and Jake and even fucking Ryder, like I do <laughs> like we like I said, Jake is number three on our gold stars. Like I really like Jake as a character. It's because he's char- he's charismatic and he dances really good. Yeah. And like <laughs> 
honestly, like, I mean, obviously, like, we talked about Marley is kind of, like, falling off the end, but, like, but, like, she's still, like, she has her moments. Unique is amazing. Yeah, like, she's definitely likable. Unique's amazing. Yeah. Ryder had his moments, too. You gave him a gold star. That's true. You can't just breeze past that, except your prop, except that you've made mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, um... You know, I don't think Glee ever did a great job of really addressing the fact that they had a trans character. And, you know, half the time they ignored it and the other half of the time they were transphobic. So, (laughs) yeah, cool. And and maybe maybe I should choose New York because (laughs) if they had been there, they wouldn't have done any of those crimes. Here's okay. Here's the thing. If we get to start at season four, I say New York because that means we still get Cassandra July. And holy shit, we need we needed Cassandra July. But at this point in time. And honestly, even the show seems to be thinking it, Lima, because they've introduced all these characters, they've done all these arcs, they did bad jobs, don't get me wrong, but like... I don't know, Sam, I think we're going to be transitioning to New York full time, because characters are moving there. Blaine's moving there, Artie's moving there. Yeah, I guess that's... Come on. Well, but part of it is like, like we've been talking about, like the, the Fanny Bryce thing, like... The show isn't giving it any time whatsoever. Like, like, yeah, Rachel has, like, an audition or two, but that's it. And, like, Kurt hasn't had a real storyline in New York since... Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, it feels like New York kind of gets put on well, the back burner, he, so... He had, like... He's been weird about... I don't know being in love with Blaine and then there's Adam and then he's like oh where do I fit in at Neata oh I need to take Rachel down a peg that's like Kurt stuff yeah but that happened like a good like four or five episodes before the end of the season if that like I guess you're right yeah yeah what's even going on with them anymore like they had that weird like shared dream sequence at the ballet and and then yeah exactly so I don't know it's just um in general, I I don't at this point I'd say Lima because of the characters, but yeah, because characters in Lima have like defined goals and wants, yes. and in New York, the only character who seems to really have that is Rachel, and because yeah. now because Kurt has like done all of the dreams exactly, he's in Niada, which like seemed to he's be in his... Niada, he's working for Vogue, yeah. and like Santana's dream doesn't exist right. i guess based in like this new yes <laughs> like way that um they're defining like how she's just sort of figuring out her life yeah. um even though that wasn't ever the case for santana before but whatever <laughs> um yeah. yeah um i see more story happening yeah like in the in the show in lima but i see more potential for like what like they've already invested so much time into the characters that live in New York and that are going to be living in New York like i i can only see like future potential yeah in in like compelling potential in New York yeah no i think you're right i think as they yeah as as more people graduate and potentially move to New York and all that but we'll see i guess cuz season 5 is going to have to cover that. Season 5. It's coming up. We're going to watch the Beatles episodes. We will be doing two separate podcast episodes for each discrete yes. Beatles episode, even though they are a two-parter situation. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Uh, I will watch one episode of Glee per week. You can't make me watch more. That is <laughs> the line in the sand. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is Sam's hard limit. Yes. Uh, and I agree with that. 
And uh, we do hope to see you then. We will be covering season five the same way we have for every other one. We'll just be going episode by episode, and then we'll have a recap episode just like this one. And then we'll be moving on to season six, and then we'll be out of this horrible torment. Yes. Um, yeah, it feels so close, and yet so far. Um, but if you have any thoughts about any of the things we talked about today, especially season four, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can reach us on Twitter at SNMHakely or by email SNMHakely at gmail.com. And we have an Instagram at SNMHakely. We also have a Patreon page, SNMHakely. Uh, you can just search that on the Patreon. Um, it's also the slash if you want to just go by the web address. We post extra bonus content up at the Patreon. Uh, you know, sometimes we have some notes. Sometimes we have some extra, like, audio, all that sort of yep. thing. And uh, we push most of our Patreon subscription donations to donating ourselves. Right now, it's to the Trans Law Center. Yep. Um, Woo! Yeah. And we were able to make, like, a donation this year for that. And we'll, we'll keep um, donating every quarter, because that's, like, when Patreon pays us, sort of. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's it, it, it. I'll make sure to give us more updates as we do more. But, um, yeah, I think the last time, at the last time we donated, it was up to, like, $150 to the Trans Law Center, which... I mean, like, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, and we really, we really appreciate the support, and um, we're taking like a a fraction to like help for production cost and that sort of thing for the podcast. Um, you know, partly to like very minimally compensate us for our time watching and recording, yeah. um, and you know, trying to maintain good equipment on our end. But the, we're doing this podcast to, like, try to make the world a better place. Yeah. Which was what Glee was trying to do also. <laughs> yeah, supposedly. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and it's it's just nice to, to, you know, have a way of giving back and trying to fight against some of the evil in this world. Support trans people. Yeah. So, um, that's everything for this week. Next week, we'll be back with season five of Glee, because that's a thing that we're doing. Um, <laughs> and that first episode is named Love, 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 which I feel like they've used that name before, but maybe not. Um, so <laughs> next week we'll be back with that episode, but until then I've been Sam and I've been Maggie and we hate Glee from the top. Da, 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 da.